G'day, mate. Welcome back to the Top Step. My name is Ryan Roland-Smith, about to be joined by the one and only Grant Balfour. Great episode today. You're going to love it. You're going to have a good laugh. That's what it's all about. We're going to talk about some baseball. I'm going to ask Grant about the MVP, the AL MVP. I know you're going to think it's Otani, but I've got a few things to ask Big Grant Balfour about. We're also going to talk about some walk-up songs, some of the best, some of the most cringeworthy. What's the criteria? How do you come up with that big-time walkout song? Where do they come from? I know Grant's dying to talk about finals footy in the NRL. Uh, also, Mad Mondays. Some great stuff about Mad Mondays. You're going to learn all about Mad Mondays too. One of my favorite things to discuss. Before we do that, make sure you go subscribe, tell your mates, or give it a share on the old social media. You can find me at hyphen18 on Instagram, on Twitter. Give us a follow, give us a share, give us some love. All right, let's get into it. Enjoy this episode of The Top Step. No matter what happens, Ryan Roland Smith has something to tell his grandkids right here. First appearance of the big leagues. <laughs> Face of Hall of Famer. <laughs> Especially if he strikes them out. Here comes the one-two pitch to Junior now. The breaking ball. He struck him out. Yeah, that will be a story for the rest of his life. As he strikes out Ken Griffey Jr. And the inning is over. But what an inning it was. As six. Victor Martinez and Grant Balfour join and benches have cleared. My goodness. This this is Grant Balfour being Grant Balfour. Yeah. He he is, as you mentioned, Jim, he's amped up. He talks a lot. It's not personalized, but he talks a lot. In fact, he has the demeanor of a guy that wants to fight you. You'll never say that I'm not killing them. Kill, kill, killing them. Killing them. Kill, kill, killing them. Brand, how we doing, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Doing fantastic, buddy. Episode three. How are we feeling? That's it. Yeah, mate. Feeling great. Ready and ready to go for it. Yeah. Hey, look, I want to get right into it. I want to get stuck into it. Yeah, last week was a blast, man. I'm, I'm starting to drag some good stories out of you. I love the story. Kicking the water, the, the drink bottle off the mound was fantastic. Got a lot of really good feedback on that. I got, I got to say. Yeah, mate. You know, you, in the heat of the moment, things happen, you know. You get a little uh, rowdy and... um. Yeah. Millsy, he's got to jump on with us after that. Oh, I'll have to hit him up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to hit him up. Actually, I had some of your other teammates um, <clears throat> reach out to me asking if, if they can jump on and tell some stories. So, by the way, yeah. there's been, since the last episode, there's been, I've got a good, nice little spreadsheet going of people who are going to join us. Uh, yep. Everyone from, from Liam Hendricks, uh, Jerry Blevin said he wants to jump on, a bunch of your old teammates, a couple, couple uh, of our friends back in Australia. So it's going to be fun. But I do want to get into Very something good. before we dive into a few different things. The first thing, we've had a couple suggestions on the Aussie segment. All right, yeah. now I, I need to run through a couple of these. Now, first one, I'm going to use two. There's been a couple, but I'm going to use two. The fair income segment. Did you ever – now, that's an old saying, right? Fair income. What does that mean, man? What yeah. does fair income mean? Fair income means, yeah, like like – Mate, I'm fair income. I mean it. I really mean it. You know, like fair income. Like it's, I'm, a, it's a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal, mate. Like I'm serious. You know, <laughs> fair income. Oh, fair income, mate. Yeah, fair income. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah, you're trying to have that bloke take you serious. You know, yeah. mate. I'm fair income. You know, I'll knock your block off. <laughs> So I, I was that generation that like my dad said that, yeah. like my, my dad's generation was like, yeah, fair ink. 
<laughs> you even say fair. Yeah. My, my generation was more like, yeah, dead set, mate. Dead set. Yeah, dead set. Yeah, I was, I was kind of more in that too, but. The, the fair income, I, I was, yeah, I know the meaning behind it for sure. Yeah, that's um maybe maybe we reserve that for when we're having a serious conversation, like when there's something serious we're talking about, which might be about yeah. two minutes of this whole forty five minutes we have along the stakes. The other one, yeah. and, and I got I got a message from Cam McCarg. He said, "Listen, loving the podcast. I don't know if this is a <clears> Melbourne <throat> thing." He said, uh, "You should call it that's grouse." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's grouse. <laughs> Did yeah, you I've, heard, I've heard that. I've heard that before. That's you know, that's a saying. Yeah, right. But, so uh, was, but I, I don't really use it. No. So I haven't used that for years, but I I don't think I used it that much. But that's definitely not just a Melbourne thing. I mean, you you were saying that up the East Coast from Sydney, Newcastle, Coffs Harbour, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah I think to, it's been around a while, hasn't it? Yeah, all the way up to the Goldie, mate. Everyone says that's grass. <laughs> mate, it's way all out there, did it? <laughs> yeah, it sure did. Absolutely. But so we've got a couple of good ones, but we have to get, we do have to get a fair income here and come up with a name. But I do like that's yeah. grass. I don't know though. We're going to balance this out. We do have a bunch of Americans who need to get all this terminology down. I don't want some new listener rocking up on episode five saying, what? That's grass. What are we talking about here? So we're yeah. going to figure it out. Hey, um, I wanted to talk to you, man. Lately, the, MVP votings all, all of a sudden, you know, hit, hit, the, hit the back page, especially in the American League. Obviously, like everyone's talking about Otani, right? Everyone's, yeah, yeah. Obviously, because he does two things, pitches, hits at a really ferocious pace too. He's not just, you know, jumping on for a couple innings late in the game. And this guy's a dominant starting pitcher in the big leagues. You know, he's got a 335 ERA, 20-something starts already, uh, and he's, he's still swinging the bat. Now, if you're an Australian, you're new to baseball, you're probably thinking, well, you know, big deal. He's, a, uh, he's an all-rounder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do that in cricket every week. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, so, man, I, in my my third grade game, I'm, I'm, I'm having a bowl. I'm having a hit. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, having a slug over the fence. Obviously, in baseball, you have these guys, these pitchers, who some of, them, some of them can hit, for sure, but nothing like this. I mean, this guy is an absolute yeah. superstar. So everyone's talking about him. For that American League MVP, but dude, Vlad Guerrero Jr., man. I mean, you look at some yeah. of these numbers going for the triple crown. Now, if you don't know what the triple crown is, basically, if you lead the league, home runs, RBIs, batting average, yeah. which is ridiculously rare, especially in 2021, because no one hits for average anymore. If you're a power hitter, I mean, Joey Galley's yeah. like, he joined the Yankees, dude. He's struggling batting average wise. Yeah. But he, they, they just sell out and try and hit homers all the time. So here he is, mate, triple crown. I mean, you got to be, that's got to be a bit of a push, right, for that MVP, surely. Yeah, that's got to help him out for sure, mate. I mean, look, look, he's hitting 318 right now. You know, he just hit his 45th homer, and I think he's sitting on about 103 RBIs. His old man had 44, was the most he had throughout his career in one single season, and we all know how good of a hitter he was. I thought for sure he would have been getting in the 50s. The dad, the uh, old man. He felt like he hit one every every other day, but 44, mate. They uh, they brought it up last night. I was watching the game here against the Rays, and they they had their way with the Rays last night, and they're actually getting hot, real hot. So they're going to be a team to watch in this playoffs. But he's uh, obviously a huge threat, and there's a bunch of other blokes on that team too with a lot of home runs. I mean, they they lead the uh, the league in home runs, Toronto. You know, it it sometimes comes down to you know, does that team make the playoffs, the Angels, which obviously we've seen they have not. And that can affect you. You know, then you've got a player like Mike Trout, who's just unbelievable, and he's won it 
you know, obviously several times too. So is that going to become a factor in this? And you got a two-way player who's doing great things like that. Uh, right now, you know, if you look at the odds, mate, the odds are that uh, on some of these sites um, and uh, Otani's, uh, you know, he's leading it by a long shot. Yeah. He's, uh, he's out there to win it. So I get it, but you make a great point, man. The fact that the Angels, you've got Vlad Jr., who the Blue Jays, first of all, they're in a tough division, right? You've got the Blue Jays, Red Sox, Yankees, and the Tampa Bay Rays. They're all, they all should be in the playoffs, you yeah. know, and, and the Red Sox right now, like you got the Mariners behind them and the A's behind them as well for that wild card. But the Rays are going to run away with it in the AL East. The Blue Jays right now are sitting atop the, the wild card. That has to factor into it. The fact that the MVP, MVP voting, and I understand it, yeah. if Shohei Otani didn't win the MVP because he's iconic and because Major League Baseball want to spread the, the game and everything else outside of the baseball fan and worldwide, globally, obviously he's, he's from another country, the whole bit. It makes sense. But dude, the Angels, you've got yeah. Shohei Otani, who, okay, he's the best player, of course. He does two things and he's he's an icon and all this kind of stuff. You got Mike Trout, who's basically he's carrying an injury. I get it. You've got the two of the best players in, in yeah. of their generation and the team's in third place in their division. I mean, um, uh, yeah, I know. If you're an Angels fan, you go, like, you've got to be. Yeah, you got to be your hair out, mate. You got to be ropeable. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if it'll factor in this or not. Obviously, he's a great two-way player. There's, there's not too many of them. I mean, geez, yeah, you know, that, that's that's a rarity on its own. And for him to be as good as he is, uh, he obviously has a great shot of winning it. And like you said, for the game globally, him being from Japan, yeah, um, you know, will that help the factor? You know, they've had you know MVPs before from Japan. Obviously, everybody knows uh, Ichiro Suzuki up there in Seattle, who was a uh, MVP in his first year over here. So speaking of that, I brought up, I think on Twitter or something. Oh man, people were freaking furious with me. I said, at the end of the day, who's going to be the better player, better player from Japan, Otani or Ichiro? Mate, up here in Seattle, whew, they weren't having it oh. at all. But and I yeah. will say, a lot of kids, if you listen to this and you're in your 20s, you're probably sitting there thinking, well, yeah, Otani. Like there's no way someone from Japan is someone's coming out of Japan better than Otani. Yeah. Go have a look at Ichiro's numbers. For the amount of years he did what he did. Oh. It's insane. The other part of that is too, and just back to Otani on the pitching side. So he's got a 336 ERA. Now, I know you can dive into all the, the different other numbers that, that he has and stuff like that. But a couple that stand out, not only the fact that, yes, he's pitching on a five-day or six-day uh, rotation, whatever they've got right now in with the Angels. He does have the highest strikeout percentage. Right, strikeouts in today's game matter. That's all anyone cares about is how many swings and misses guys can get. It's a different game. And then on, on the flip side of that, he does have the home. He, he's hitting a home run, a better pace than Vladimir Guerrero, by the way. Every ten point seven at bats. So the fact yeah. that Otani's probably just not getting the same amount of at bats as Vlad, you know, for whatever reason, yeah. maybe because when he's pitching and he needs you know a day off or he's hitting a different part of the order or whatever it may be. But he is the the home run rate when you're talking about the home run leads and all these little things are factoring. I look, I think Otani's yeah. gonna win the MVP, but man, triple crown when your team's about to go in the playoffs, if they win that wild card game, they're gonna be in that wild card game. Go on to the yeah, playoffs, looks man. That I way. mean, that's gotta factor in, you know? Yeah, most definitely, mate. I, I totally agree with you on that. I and mean, you can you can dive into the numbers that you got over there that yeah, not everybody's gonna be able to see that point of view. They're just looking at the big picture, maybe. But yeah. when you deep get you know do dive deep into all that and and notice all those little things 
he probably is going to win it, but uh, it's going to be a tight race. And it's always fun to see the two go at it. And I'm sure it's, um, you know, those little things. I know you're not playing for those things right now. You're playing for, you know, a playoff spot. And when you just go out there and play and play to win, uh, I think good things happen. So I hope Guerrero can pull off the triple crown because I, I can't remember the, the last one to win. It was, it was Miguel Cabrera. Uh, that's a good that's one a good I can question, think man. of. I don't know if that was the last one to do it, but he definitely, I know he pulled it off a few years ago. I'm going to have a look right now. Detroit, last triple yeah. crown winner. You had... Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's pull up horse racing. You <laughs> 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 don't know why. It's like... Oh, I'm yeah. not trying to get on the punt. I'm not trying to hit the TAB. Now, again, I feel like yeah. I have to explain everything. Now, if you're American and you listen to this, the TAB basically, <laughs> it's it's off-track betting, right? There's no other way to really put it, off-track betting. Yeah, yeah. Fucking video grandparents game. owned a couple of these places, mate. So I grew up in them. Yeah, I grew no, up in them. They owned a couple of totalizations. Yeah. So I grew up in them and I know all about them. I, I saw the other side of it. I saw the blokes, you know, putting the punts on, you know, putting oh, yeah. the bets on, the greyhounds, the horses, the trots every week, coming and going. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was Miguel Cabrera in 2012. Oh, there you go. And the last one before him was was 1967. So that that just tells you right there. Yeah. When, when you do something, it's called a triple crown. Everyone, everyone in baseball kind of knows what it is because it's the big ones, obviously average home run and RBIs. When you're the first since 1967, especially when you go through some of those generations of like the, in the 90s and the 2000s with like, you know, the, the Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire and all these hitters and they're crushing home yeah. runs. And that just goes to show how, I mean, we talked about McGraw Cabrera episode number one, man. I mean, what yeah. a stuff, like insane, yeah. insane. And listen, if you're sitting here listening going, oh, well, those numbers don't matter anymore or, or you nerds out there who want to dive into the stat cast and sabermetric numbers i get it man i understand that but no yeah. i'm sorry this is really freaking hard to do average home runs rbi still holds true today if you can do all three man it's yeah i mean it shows how a complete hitter you are you know what i mean you're using you're using all parts of the field it's you're not just out there you know hitting home runs and knocking in rbis obviously you know to have that average that that's what oh, really yeah. makes you an elite hitter right i mean to have that yeah how many guys have won it three blokes maybe in the in the last what 100 years you know i'm looking right now yeah uh, i'm gonna get a 70 or 80 years or whatever you said yeah it's it's obviously doesn't come around it's like Haley's comet mate comes around <laughs> 177 years or something so yeah you, you had you had carl yaskrimski one in 67 <laughs> and then frank robinson mickey mantle so ted so that was back in the day when you know it, it was all just yeah, he's he's buddy grandson's having a crack at it these days he is he's, yeah he can hit too yeah no yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's, he's an absolute star he's now with the giants who just clinched um, yeah, that's right. First team, sorry, excuse me, first team to clinch. Um, hey, back to Vlad, Vlad Senior. You, you must remember facing him. He, how, dude, whenever, yeah. when someone asked me who was the toughest hitter you ever faced, that was him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he was, I mean, I've always said um, uh, Magli Ordanias for some reason. I, I, I felt like I could throw the, that ball right off his, um, off his knuckles and he'd hit it up the middle. That bloke, right. Except like he got, I don't know what it was. He must have looked like a beach ball and I was throwing it up there. He could hit a ball no matter where I threw it. Uh, but Vlad Guerrero, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the numbers were against that bloke, but golly, mate, I just remember that he'd hold that bat in his hands, and then his arms were six foot long. He tried to go down away. Forget about it. Like the actual, as good as he was, the running joke was just throw it down the middle, and he might pop it up. Because if you throw it down six inches off the ground, you'll golf it out. If yeah. you throw it around his neck, you'll, you'll get on top of it. If you just throw it down the middle, you might get him out. That was just, it was just, uh, 
Yeah, that bloke was unreal. Yeah, I, I took that literally. I remember people would say that, hey, just yeah. try down the middle. I'm like, I've got nothing against this dude. He, I, I yeah. distinctly remember him hitting an absolute missile to like a left field and nearly taking his hand off. And I'm, I'm like giving the fist pump. I'm like, oh, hey, that'll do me. I'm good. As long as he's sitting back down. Here, here's the numbers against Guerrero. Hold on one second. Pull him up right now. Yeah, you can take it deep. The left, center, the right. Said he could reach any ball and yeah. hit. That's Talk about plate coverage. That bloke had more plate coverage than I think anyone will ever see. So, by the way, he hit 444 after nine at-bats. Uh, did he go deep? One RBI. No homers, though. Good on you. No homers. 444. So, you Jeez. said crush you. I remember yeah, him, Ordonez, yeah. He sent like he crushed me. Well, I don't know what the numbers are there. I'm looking up right now. I, I never had – I mean, I, he did he, – he's, he, he's, he took me deep, I remember. Um, but no, dude, you did well against him. I think you've got here we go. No, dude, th- three RBIs. He had a couple hits off you. Now you yeah. did pretty, you did pretty well against him. Isn't it crazy how like some hitters you remember? You're like, oh man, you remember yeah. that one at bat that he absolutely crushed yeah. you. So the, it's it's ingrained in your memory that the dude just owned you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just sent that way, but I don't know. Hopefully. I had other guys that I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I owned that guy. I look back, I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> guys hitting 400 off you kurt suzuki on me put it down to old age mate yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly memory just goes yeah he's he's his dad was something else and and vlad's vlad jr he's a little thicker different bill but mate same swing just same carnage on the field but one thing i will say about him and back to the mvp thing for one second the toronto blue jays were out of the wild card chase the tampa bay rays are running where the al east they are in the toughest division one of the toughest divisions obviously the nl west but he is i'm not going to say single-handedly but doing what he's doing right now heating up what he's doing basically carrying his team to the playoffs you know what yeah. I mean? It, it's friggin' awesome. The old yeah, man must be. That's got to have weight. That's got to have weight in the MVP race for me. He's got a lineup there, mate, too, where I feel like he's pretty protected, too. You know, like you got. Good point. You look at the home runs in that lineup, they just don't stop. You know, you yeah. got one after the next, blokes, big averages, home runs. I mean, there's a, there's a handful of blokes in that team. I mean, one through nine, they're probably one of the most potent hitting teams in the league up there, you know, with the Astros, I'd say. As I was far watching. As average and stuff goes. I was watching, uh, they were playing the Orioles the other day, put up like a 10 spot in the third inning. And big oh, shout yeah. out, young Alexander Wells. He pitched with the Orioles. He's a Newcastle Newcastle kid. He's yeah. uh, He made his debut this year. Um, yeah. But he, uh, he's with the Orioles. So he's making his, his first crack at the first run at the big leagues. And I kept set checking. I'm like, please don't. I, I was just hoping he wasn't pitching, man. There's nothing worse. Yeah. And he started, he's, he's actually starting, he's, he's made a bunch of starts, but there's nothing worse when you come in like that fourth inning, you, I don't uh, think you've ever had to deal with this. It's a bloodbath. You come in. Mate, the, and the, I feel for the bloke that had to come in and pitch. I mean, like, I think the score, I think it ended up like 22 to 7 or something. Uh, I was like, are we watching football here or what? You know? That's one of those situations where if you have like a, a walkout song from the bullpen, you just like wave to the PR, the, the PA system. Is like, ah, not today. Not today. <laughs> don't don't, don't yeah, play my big amp pump up song, please. Speaking of walk-up songs, man, this is something I've been wanting to talk to you about. You've had a couple of them. One thing I love about baseball, whether you're a hitter coming up to the plate or, you know, you're coming out of the bullpen, the walk-up music or the walk-out song, it's the best. It just it oh, just yeah. adds that character, that little bit of extra to the character <laughs> of who's pitching, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. You know, for me, just just thinking back, you know, obviously you got hitters, you're on the man, you got hitters coming up. I remember listening to the hitters coming up when I was – sitting on the bullpen or whatever in the dugout or whatever it was you'd, you'd 
you'd take notice of it. But when um when you're out on the mound, obviously you had your own walk up song. You got out there on the mound and you're all fired up and pumped up. You had the whole crowd behind you. And as far as walk up songs from hitters, like honestly, I didn't really pay attention to them. I was just ready to you know attack the hitter and go at him. Definitely, you know, when you're not pitching, you're not in the game. You take more notice of it. And uh, there's been plenty of great ones. Obviously, uh, they just they're they're almost iconic, you know, these days. And yeah. then uh, I think I love it when uh, those bands or whatever they are or the singers they'll come out and actually perform. You That's know, unreal. Knowing how you know how big they've gotten, even through some of these you know baseball players like. Yeah, Metallica, they didn't really need any help. You know, to, to have a guy like Marion Rivera come out to your song, I mean, that's oh, got to be, you got to be pretty pumped. And that's, oh, uh, that's iconic. You know, everyone knows that Anna Sandman when he comes out, you know? Yeah. Hey, okay. So, so let's dive in. Let's dive into the walk, walk up, walk out songs. What were some of yours? So, the first one you ever had, and it takes a little bit too. I remember my sister. So, I had, now this is, you might roll your eyes at this, but I grew up in the yeah. 90s and I was like, oh, I, I like it. The Mariners yeah. always like to try and to match a song to your name of, of some sort. So like Raul Abanez had like the, uh, it sounded like Raul, Werewolves oh, yeah, of yeah, London. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I And it's like Raul yeah. across the scoreboard. And it was cool, man. Like it wasn't his favorite yeah. song. Maybe it was, but it was just cool because it was fitting to him. Like Brett Boone yeah. had like, here comes the boom. Remember that song? And and yeah. uh, maybe we should play some of these songs for the, some of the kids listening. And it'd say boom across the board. It just looked, it looked awesome. Uh, and there were some not so great ones for me. My sister's in town, and I'd pitched a little bit in the big leagues. I'd never asked for a song. Like I, I was just like, you know what, the Mariners can figure that out if there's something that pops up. And uh, she goes, "Do you have a walkout song?" I was like, "No, no, no, I don't. Like, I'm not, I'm not, bu- I'm not, not there yet. I'm not, bu- <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not there. Sure enough, I come out of the bullpen, and they've got Limp Biscuit, um, roll, keep rolling, rolling, roll like this, and it's just <laughs> my name across the board. I'm, I'm running. I'm like, That's awesome. Oh. Yeah, and I glance, I get out to the mound, and I can see it in the background, like in the corner of my eye. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I get it. I get it. Like the, the song. And then, <laughs> I'm like, this is sick. It's awesome. And then I turn around 60 yeah. feet away from me as a hitter. I'm like, oh, man, I, I better put up some numbers here because he's sitting there like, all right, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. like I got some big walk-up music and, and song and the whole thing. What was your – what was the – do you remember the, the distinct moment? Did you choose it or did the team choose it when you had your first walkout song? So I remember them coming, you know, going with, I guess it's kind of generic. You come from Australia, the um, man at work, land from down under. Right, yeah. You know, go through the song and everybody, you know, most people are pretty familiar with it. Come from the land down under and so forth. But um, I want so you to sing the whole thing. Go for it. No, I'm joking. Um, my, my larynx is a little... Oh. <laughs> my voice is gone. Hang on, let me get a super bang. I'll be better. <laughs> oh, you got your bang. Oh, the black can this time. We had the teal can last, the, the teal with the yeah. orange or whatever it was. Pete, what is it? Go, mate. Oh, oh, it's pretty generic. Wasn't the last swig. one you were drinking a unicorn or something? Yeah. Let me just grab a swig. <laughs> Let's grab a quick swig. Never touch the sides. <laughs> nah, straight down the guts. <laughs> oh, you remember that on a hot day, mate? You'd love oh, that. Yeah. yeah. After mowing the lawns. Guzzling. <laughs> Oh, mate, where were we? Land down under. So did you? Yeah, so land down under. So, you, um, yeah, that was my first one. And with I was the Rays? Like, oh, you know. That was with, um, yeah, they used to do that, I think, with the Rays, Minnesota with the Rays. And then eventually um, I was like, yeah, I want something harder, you know? I want to go. Yeah, my generation too was, you know, a lot of a lot of rock music and stuff back in Australia. Yeah. yeah you remember growing up in, in, that hist- in that era and whatever. So um, I went with Metallica. I went with the song One. 
Obviously, I'm not going to come oh, in and a Sandman. I have to interrupt you. you. You did have Midnight Oil at one point. Oh, uh, yeah, I probably did. I probably did, actually, did I? It sounded good, man. You came I out of the bullpen. Remember. It was when you were the Rays. I remember you came out, and they had, like, a video pop up. And yeah, Johnny was... Farnham. Did... <laughs> Pretty Garrett, I should say. <laughs> Pretty Garrett. <laughs> Pretty uh, Garrett, sorry, mate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Johnny Farnham. Johnny Farnham. Um, how's the song go? Um, I'm thinking Daryl Braithwaite. Um, <laughs> Johnny Farnham. Um, oh. anyway, I'm I'm butchering I'm butchering the old Johnny Farnham. I've got to look at one of the the names of the songs, but iconic Australian. No, no, no. no. Um, yeah, what's his name? Peter Garrett, right? The, the lead Garrett, singer of Midnight uh, Oil. Yeah, yeah, that would have <laughs> been Midnight Oil, but they probably chose that honestly. Yeah, it was good. I, I don't think I chose that from. For, but then uh, you got then you got to Metallica, and that was your days, obviously with the A's. It's that was pretty legendary coming out. That was that yeah. was awesome. That get you fired up yeah. or what? Oh yeah, mate, that got me fired up. And then you know that when the um, the Oakland fans out there, they're you know they're great fans. They're a rowdy bunch, and they loved it. So um, yeah, they got in. They got stuck into that for sure. And uh, we had the whole rage thing going. You know, the blokes in the outfield started this. Balfour Rage, and I mean that got me fired up on its own. So, yeah, that scoreboard would go just black. The music would be pumping out there. I don't know awesome. what they had out there in Oakland, but the stadium wasn't the you know the best stadium in the world as far as you know. It's getting a little bit older, but I tell you what, the the sound system was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> they had That's that just, thing banging, mate. That thing I, is probably worth more than the stadium. <laughs> if they are going to build a new stadium just quietly, they should take that uh, sound system with them. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, you, you're not wrong, mate. Like a couple of sub whoopers yeah. out in the out in the grandstand. On those, yeah. No, the, the crowd, mate. When you came out, and so you, so you chose that. So that was that was Metallica. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was my song to come out to. I was, and it just it just thumps too, and gets you gets you routed up, gets you fired up, and uh, just gets you in that zone, you know, right yeah. where you need to be, and go out there and it's three outs, and that's it. So, what was the name of the song? One. One. All right. So, yeah. kids, go on, get on your Spotify or, or your Apple, whatever. Go listen to some one, mate. And just imagine Grant coming out, just just ripping heads off, mate. Yeah, <laughs> okay. exactly. Yeah, it can start out slow and then it builds up the beat. Yeah. You know, and it gets no, it's, a, it's a good song. Yeah. Um, yeah it, it's, it's on the workout playlist, by the way, for sure. All right. So, first of all, there's some awesome songs. I want to get to this little list I created. Of a little bit of a criteria. Now, kids, if if you if you do have a chance to have a walk up song, if you're hitting a walkout song, if you're pitching, or if you're playing in the in 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 AAA and you're like, oh man, as soon as I get to the big leagues, or you're in the or you're in college ball or something like that, anywhere you have an opportunity to have to have a song, here's the criteria. Now, this is coming from a couple of major leaguers, and Grant had a huge introduction. Every time he came in, the crowd went berserk, place went nuts, erupted. It was <laughs> brought the house down. And it got everyone fired up, your teammates fired up, the whole thing. So here we go. Here's the guidelines. First of all, has to fire you up, right? Has to be a song that fires you up. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. So you had a situation where you had land down under, nothing against men at work, great song, iconic, but that's not getting you fired up, is it? Nah, you know, I mean, it it gave me the goosebumps in a way as if it brought me back to um, I come from Australia and I never forget where I come from and things like that. And that in itself can get you. It's almost like you're pitching for the country, representing Australia when you go out there, you know. So yeah. that that's a good feeling too, and we've we've both been there. That's something different we could talk about someday. 
but yeah, just as far as getting you fired up and the sound and the you know the whole crowd getting into it, it's um yeah, there's nothing better than that. Yeah, for sure. All right, yeah. So it has to fire up. So that's that's priority number one. Uh, okay, it has to fire the crowd up. Now I put this in because here's why, man. When you came out to one placement yeah. bananas, you can look out in right field. Those bleach creatures out there just going berserk, crazy. When you see like yeah. a Trevor Hoffman coming out to Hell's Bells, the crowd. If you're grabbing a grabbing a beer or you know grabbing friggin' dipping dots or something in the concessions, you hear that song, yeah. boom, you're going right back to your seat. The place oh, is yeah. going nuts. So has, you have to pick something. You might think it's the sickest song when you got your headphones on, you know, doing your workout or whatever, pumping pumping weights at, at Gold's Gym. But you got to remember, it's important for the 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 uh, the people sitting there watching the game to be fired up. Super important, yeah. right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, if if I don't know, I don't I don't want to, I guess, say any names or any different songs. But to me, so, you know, like I'm not into some stuff that. It's not suitable for me or person, you know, very personalized towards myself and some fans, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like some people just aren't into some of the stuff where they're just like, you know, into the microphone, eating the microphone and stuff. I can hardly understand what they're saying or anything. Yeah. But, um, I, th- I think the fans have definitely got to be into it. Like you said, mate, and, and, and they hear it come on and they know exactly, you know, what's yeah. going on. You knew when Hoffman was coming in, when Hell's Bell starts playing, and those flames go, you knew it was time to go get in your seat and watch the, you know, this game get closed out, you know? This ties into the next one. It has to fire your teammates up. Now, to your point, if you're listening to some, like, you know, death metal or something like that, or just some rap, like some mumble rap or something, again, that yeah. you think it's some <laughs> sub-genre that you think's sick, and you're yeah. like, oh, this is awesome, oh, this is pumping me up, and your teammates over standing around the mound when you come in, rolling their eyes, going, I don't want to listen to this for 45 seconds or a minute. Come on. like It's like that dude who, when you're at a party, goes and 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 this is, this is something I struggled with, man. When I'm with a group of people, I never want to choose the music. Because I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm like, yeah. I, even if it's a generic song, you click, you put that thing and everyone's just like, the mood just goes, boom. You got to keep the mood. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm the worst stick with at the it. Top 40, mate. Stick with yeah. the MTV's top 40. Yeah, Count but then down. again, if you go top 40, then, then everyone's like, oh, what are you listening to this shit for? You know? So I was, yeah, I, I sucked. I never did it. Like one dude who had no problem choosing music in a clubhouse was Travis Blackley, fellow Aussie. Shout out to oh, Big yeah, Travis. Yeah, he, he went all right with that stuff. He was into that. But no, he do. You I'm gotta keep you. up with it too, mate, because that music changes fast, you know. Yeah, oh yeah, but no, dude, Travis like had technology, some, mate. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Tra- Travis had some stuff that I've never heard of. It just, oh, just yeah. death metal or just some. Yeah, I don't know what that. it was. And he's yeah, half the team sitting there going, "I do not want to listen to this." But he's 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 fire, firing up. So you got to fire your teammates up. That's super super yeah. important. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we've got the crowd. We've got the teammate. Now, if you get a chance to have a song which is generic enough or is topical enough, you get the scoreboard added in. You had that. You said everything yeah. went to black on the scoreboard, right? Yeah. And the Coliseum, you know, it's not, it's definitely not the Taj Mahal of baseball stadiums, that's for sure. But they got a good, yeah. they bump a good sound system. Scoreboard's yeah. nothing to, to write home about. But nah. when you've got, you know, some kid up there editing a video along to it, that makes it even better, right? Yeah, well, mate, I, I got to say this. At first, I didn't know when the first time they did it, I didn't know if the scoreboard broke because it's so bloody old. <laughs> it went black. It went blank. I was like, Christ, <laughs> did something happen here? Like, this place is shut down. But then I realized what they were doing. I was like, Jesus, this is all right, you know? But um, awesome. someone obviously is 
doing all the choreography for all that stuff upstairs. And they did yeah. a great job. So they get to meet the bloke that I suppose was behind all that, but he did a great job. So it was, um, it definitely, I loved it. And it got everyone's attention, got everyone, you know, into it, the crowd, the team, myself. And like you said, it brought everyone together. And it's, and it's and at the end of the day, like you've, you've mentioned, you know, games now, like without the crowd, I never got, you know, I never played games without the crowd, but I'm, I don't know if I could have. And it's like playing on the backfield, yeah. you know, spring training, field six. You could hear a pin drop, mate. You know, it's awful. They so had the music. That, that crowd's huge. Well, even when there was no crowd in the seats last year in 2020 because of COVID, they, they still had walk-up songs and everything. But you'd just be like, you oh, this is this is ridiculous. This is cringeworthy. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm bumping out some music. Yeah, I mean, they, I guess the play, I guess maybe it, maybe it was, uh, that was a big thing because they, they had to get them fired, and fired up. So yeah. maybe that had more effect on the players. It'd be good to interview one of the blokes actually that, um, you know, if he, if he took more notice of his own song, cause that's all he was hearing instead of the crowd. And, you know, speaking of the, the video, Kirby Yates, I think you, you were with us in San Diego when we went and watched him pitch. Yeah. We got all that organized and went out there and watched the game. Yeah. Yeah. So Kirby Yates, obviously he's, he's had Tommy John this year's with the blue Jays, but um, big leaguer and one of uh, Grant's ex teammates. But I will say we're at the Padres game sitting out, we're sitting out in right field. Uh, this is what yeah. 2019, and he had the. Uh, I mean, I think he had like a bald eagle and all this stuff. What was yeah. the, uh, what? I think it was. What was the song he had? I think it was "Sad but True," Metallica. Maybe was that what it was? I'm not sure what the song was that he came out to. I don't know if it was. Uh, I don't know if it was the ACDC or Metallica. Actually, it could have been Akadaka. We're gonna have Kirby's sure gonna join us on the show um, in, in a future episode. We have to ask him. him. Yeah, have to ask him. But I will say this: we're sitting out there in right field. Dude, I was fired up, man. I, oh, it rocked. They had the was, flames going, the scoreboard, and they have a great setup down there. They I do, mean, they have the best Indiana. setup. I told him, I was like, dude, I wish I could have, you know, pitched in this stadium and come oh, out, yeah. you know, with this going on. Yeah, the yeah. whole place went nuts. They did such a good job. And what I do like too, he'd throw a pitch, throw a strike, play a little bit of the song, snippet of the song right after it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. And with him, it was, again, it was Metallica, ACDC, something like that. So this is my next point. It has to, has to suit you and your personality. I can't come out to, now, I, I, I like, I'm a, I was a huge Limp Bizkit fan back in the day. And if you're sitting here, if you're my age, yeah. like, oh, Limp Bizkit, I loved it, man. I, and I heard the song, yeah. I was like, hell yeah, it got me fired up. It has to suit you. If you have like, if you're Australian, yeah. if you have an Aussie song, I had, back, I had, um, I had TNT when I was with the D-backs. Um, oh yeah, Dynamite. Yeah, which is great. Akadaka is Australian. Has to see yep. you. I can't come out to some rap music, unfortunately. I don't mind rap music. I've got no problem with it. But there's yeah, no yeah, way yeah. Grant Balfour is coming out to some some dance music yeah, or something. Hip-hop rap music. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I love it too, but yeah, it just, it just doesn't really suit my personality, I suppose. Sometimes the two things I see sometimes with these walkout songs, I see some, you know, some, some dude like... Yeah, he's from the Midwest. Like some some white dude come out to some gangster rap. I'm like, dude, come on! <laughs> <laughs> I can't. If I'm hitting against you, I feel good. You know what I mean? Like it just yeah. doesn't suit. Yeah, I guess you never know, mate. You can't judge a book by its cover, I suppose. I but, guess. Um, like you said, just at first glance, you're like, you're kidding that, you mate. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've played with I've played with some dudes who I'm not going to name names, but like, you know, they're, yeah, they're out of shape. They got like that that goatee because they're trying to look tough. You know, like yeah. it just doesn't suit them. But the whole look just looks brutal. Like something coming out of the pan. Yeah. Like you're not tough, dude. You'd get your ass kicked in two seconds flat. <laughs> and they're coming out to some like hardcore song. Like I'm sitting there just rolling my eyes, going, "This is cringeworthy." Let's go. Like as yeah. uh, all right. Yeah. So this is one thing, man. And you never struggle with this. I struggle with this a little bit. You got to yeah. be friggin' confident 
and just completely have that presence when you're out there. If you're going to have some song behind you, just going yeah. mental and the, you got the, the, the scoreboard and everything else, yeah. like, you, you better be sure of yourself, <laughs> be sure of yourself yeah, when no. you're pitching the big leagues, right? Yeah. I mean, it definitely, I mean, it brings confidence and I guess thinking back now, I never, I guess I never really thought about it. I just go out there and you go out and do your thing or whatever, but um, yeah, I know what you're saying. Like if you went out there, you got this whole song, this whole genre and, and all of a sudden you give up the seventh spot, you're just going <laughs> with your tail between your legs, you know? <laughs> Next time you're running out, you're running out. Cut the music. They play that. Cut. How do they do it? Cut. Cut. Yeah, cut, cut. Take two. Take three. Dude, I've seen yeah, guys uh, I've seen guys who just like, uh, they're in the clubhouse and that, that some PR person come down and say, hey, no more of that song. They're hitting like 180. <laughs> like, no <more> <laughs> well, you know, people change it too, don't they? You've, yeah, you've yeah, been there where true. people change their, yeah. their songs based on their batting average and, you know, who knows, mate, they, they try trying anything at those at that point, right? When you're hitting a buck 80 oh, in for August, sure. you're like, geez, what am I going to do? Change my song? Is that really going to change my swing? <laughs> I want to get to some of the most iconic ones and, and but yeah. I've, got to give a, I've got to give one. We had a guy, Sean Figgins, play for us yeah his last yeah, name is Figgins, right? right so the yeah, mariners yeah 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 he yeah. played against him so yeah. sean figures now he struggled when he was with the mariners he really struggled and he kept yeah. he kept giving him music saying hey i need you to play this this is my walk-up song and like oh yeah no worries yeah. well the mariners like i said like to do something that that coincides with your name if if you yeah. don't have anything he'd come up every time mind you he's just mad he's he's pissed off he's playing like shit you know he, he by had, the way he, he's, he's a bloody great player for a long time with that just and to let everybody know he was he was, a he was. Yeah. and he signed a, he signed a big four-year deal a lot of people in seattle are not happy with the the production he was struggling he'd come up to yeah. hit and i'd play Getting jiggy with it. No, 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 no. But Will Smith. <laughs> and so it sounds jiggy, sounds like figgy. So they put figgy, yeah. like Sean Figgins, up on the scoreboard. Figgy, figgy, figgy all over the scoreboard. <laughs> He'd come as soon as the song would start, you just like, you see his shoulders just drop, like, really again? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was already in a bad mood right there. You could throw a fastball down the middle, probably, and you just take it and pop it exactly. up. Exactly. And I'm sitting there like, stop doing this to this dude, man. Like, just let him play his, his song, whatever music he wants. Like, yeah. He's already in, he's already in his own head. Now you're doing this to him. It was a big deal, man. He he would say, hey, listen, I want you to play this, and they might play it for one at bat, like some some rap song or something. You yeah. know, get him fired up, and then boom, yeah. straight back to getting jiggy with it. No, 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 no. <laughs> getting jiggy with it. <laughs> it's gold. Oh, it was awesome. I, I mean, it, it it plays a big factor because you know how it is when you yeah. go out there and you're you're doing it and you're rolling. You want to hear that same song every time. We right. want that. You know how baseball is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For uh, sure. You know, and the, we're a creature of habit and we like, we want to hear that same song. And that's, that's something that you had your routine. It's like just becomes part of you at that point. You know, yeah. you've problem. heard guys like they come to a new place, pick a new song, and then they get right back to the song that they had the, at the old team they were with because they want to have that. You know, that, that environment, that same feel. Yeah, exactly. Familiarity. That's the word. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Familiarity. No, yeah. Exactly. All right. So there are some of the most iconic songs. G give us a couple. I want to say one. I'll, I'll get to this. And I'll get it out of the way. JJ Putts, he was a closer for the Mariners, right? Remember yeah. JJ? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I get called up. And I'll get a story about this with me, old man. I get called up. And he's got thunderstruck, right? So on the scoreboards, it would say JJ. Yep. And there's like lightning. Every scoreboard around the stadium would just go dark. I remember dark. that. 
I'm yeah. going to go out there and see that. Yeah, and the lightning. I, I, you know what's so funny, Grant? You wouldn't remember this. Remember, yeah. we we're playing against each other. You were sitting in the visiting bullpen. I was sitting in the, in the home. And you were yeah. sitting there just like, and we're just gesturing stupid shit at each other. You were sitting there like, fuck, yeah. this is all right. Like, look like, <laughs> <laughs> When that I song came on. Times. Yeah, when that song came on, like, I remember looking at you going, look at this. Like, like, like you're some, <laughs> there we like go. You're some Aussie tourist. <laughs> I mean, he was racking up 40 saves and doing some big, big things. He was one of the top, yeah. top closers in the game back then. He was, he was. He was very influential on me when I first came up. But he had Thunderstruck playing. Blaring, dude. It was so good. Place went nuts. Everyone was like, Thunder. And they'd even play Thunder yeah. in between the pitches. My dad rock, My dad comes over the first year. Plays, yeah. you know, weekend series. Plays his chocker block. And yeah. it goes all dark. He comes in. Mind you, I pitched. I think I pitched like twice by that point. It's like, yeah, good job, mate. That, that's fantastic. Good on you. Like, you know, yeah. thanks, dad. Yeah, <laughs> he, he sees that JJ Putts Thunderstruck intro, man. He is smitten. He's like, "What was that? That was amazing." My dad loves ACDC. Yeah, freaking out over it. I go home yeah. that off season and I meet up with some of his mates, and they're like, "Oh, hey, good job playing. You know, good on you. Great achievement. Whatever. Like giving the old like pat on the back for making it to the big ones. Like, yeah, thanks." And they're like, oh, hey, what about that walk-up song that your teammate had? Like, that's <laughs> oh, it's obvious, my dad. That's all he talked about was this JJ Putts Thunderstruck. Like, yeah. basically, he's like, yeah, yeah, my son, you know, he's done great things, but you should have heard this walk-up song. <laughs> it, mate, it, 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 was, it was awesome, man. Um, yeah, it was awesome. That sticks in his mind, for sure. Oh, big time. It was unreal. So what are some of the most iconic? You mentioned Mariano earlier, right? That was obviously into Sandman, Yankee Stadium. What else he got? Yeah. I, mean, I had a lot of time in the American League East, so I heard that a lot, um, playing against the Yankees. Uh, also, uh, big puppy, mate, with the Red Sox. You know, I'm yeah. up there facing him and, and the Red Sox a lot. So, notorious, B-I-G, big puppy. That's right. Yeah, he That's would, a good uh, one. He'd come up to bat and... Uh, Mate, when he came up the bat, he brought the thunder stick, you know? So yeah. it was... Um, and he had his clap, you know, his little clap. His before, clap, spitting the gloves it. and the yeah. whole night. I don't know if you'd be able to spit in the gloves anymore with the COVID, but, you know, anyway. <laughs> 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 you might not have been able to hit in this era. I have know. to pretend. Yeah. Um, so another one that comes to mind as a teammate of mine, uh, Evan Longoria, Tantric, down and out with Tantric. Tantric, just, down and out. It I was remember a, that. It when you it was dun 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 dun, dun you know that's it was right. Like a, and you'd hear it, and you it was just um, something that stuck in your mind. And obviously, a great player for the Rays, and um, you know, still out there with San Francisco at the moment, still playing. But um, I remember that. But yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, I, I can always remember that. Just playing, I, I, you can almost look at the trop and and hear that song. You know, so many yeah. times he's um, played there more. With Chipper Jones, Crazy Train. That's right. Ozzy Aussie. Osbourne. That's right. He was a, he was a crazy train. Uh, we talked about Trevor Hoffman and ACDC Hell's Bells, which is iconic I, I, right there with Sandman. With I was era. I was in the minor leagues, you know, and I heard that. I saw it on TV or I, I saw it on, on YouTube or something. I was like, oh, man, that is sick. That is so cool. And I was like, man, I hope I get a chance to play in the big leagues to see that live. Oh, it was insane. Speaking I mean, you're of on that, the other team. You're on the other team, by the way. And you yeah. and you're going, wow, look at this. Well, that's when you know it's that's when you know it's oh, like, yeah. you know. And, and the thing meaningful. is the songs, the song's a slow build up. Here he is, he just strolled out of the bullpen too. It wasn't like he was pumping out of there. You know, yeah. he just strolled out. That was goosebumps, mate. A couple more just on that. Let me butt in and give you a couple more. Yeah, Do you remember Eric Gagne, uh, Welcome to the Jungle in LA? 
I remember Eric Gagne, yeah. And then the, then he had the whole Nintendo thing they'd put up on the scoreboard, game over. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That? That's right. Hey, another one yeah. too. Just one more closer one for you. Jonathan Papelbon. And it was yep. shipping up, shipping, shipping up to Boston. The the whole the Irish sound and song. Oh, the that, whole Irish thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was, yeah, that was insane. Good. He'd give he'd give the the the, the fist to the, the cop as he left the bullpen, and then out he went. That was sick, yeah. man. Sitting in the yeah, other yeah, bullpen, he, and you yeah, could hear the the crowd would the, the noise would start from the bullpen, and you can hear it behind you, and you that just see him one. pop out, and then boom, give the fist, and then off he went. It was nuts, man. That yeah, was got cool. loud. That Irish song. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was really good. That was really good. What else you got? So I guess I'm just, <laughs> nah, so I guess I'm going to go off track a little bit here. Not too far off track, but I'm hoping that uh, people that maybe don't watch a lot of baseball that maybe watch the movie Major League and they go with Wild <laughs> Thing. Wild yes. Thing when Ricky Vaughn came in, the Cleveland Indians. Dude, uh, that, that whole movie was based around Ricky Vaughn and Wild Thing and the haircut and the whole, you know, come out song there. Awesome. Wild Thing. Sick. I remember yeah. being a kid, man. Yeah, I was rocking. a kid, and I'm like, oh, that's gonna be mean. He just I love to yeah. like in that movie, he just walks, he just walks the whole way. No jog, no, no jog, no, no pet, no power stride, just just straight walking in. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. It throws a hundred, doesn't know where it's going. Dude, I gotta say, Charlie Sheen made that look real, man. Like he, he it looked like it looked firm when he was oh, throwing. Yeah, I mean, he was yeah, mate. He uh he's a great actor. <laughs> yeah one of a kind mate no hey yeah. he um i tell you what man that, that's a good i'm glad you brought that up because you forget about that when you're a kid especially our generation well that movie is timeless anyway but if, if you're a yeah. kid and you haven't seen major league yet do yourself a favor if that doesn't get you fired up to come out of a bullpen when you're when you're older like yeah. big grand balfour over here there's something wrong with you that was yeah. that was sick man that was so good that, that's yeah. a good one I'm, I'm, i totally forgot about that Okay, moving on to, to the uh, the grouser segment of the of the show here. Yeah, <laughs> I the, guess we'll preliminary name it the grouse for now. Yeah, yeah, that, that's grouse. Okay. All right, man. Now you've been banging on about uh, the NRL, the finals footy, right? Sierra, man, what, what happened on the weekend? For all the listeners here in the States, real quick, uh, I know that uh, the football's just started here. So the NFL's all kicked off and underway and we've had – you know, week one of footy coming on for week two. Hopefully, most people realize in Australia, it's the opposite. Rugby league back home, and we call it the NRL. It's the end of the season. And uh, we got we got finals footy, and we had week one of finals footy. We had the Parramatta Reels, who got up last week in a close one, actually. It was a lot tighter than I thought it was going to be over the Newey Knights, your team, Ryan. And how, how are you? How are you watching these games? Like, what's the time difference? Like, when are you flicking uh, on on your on your app? Three a.m. Mate, yeah, you're up getting up at three a.m. Nah, no, I. Um, mate, you're coming. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, the, the games are being played like maybe three a.m. in the morning. Well, yeah. you know, I wake up at seven, eight o'clock in the morning, whatever it is, and I'll just flick it on. So you can sit there and watch the games. I'll, I'll watch them over weekend. Yeah, most most weekends, you know. You're a, you're a big um, Tigers fan, though, right? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Well, See, I, 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 I know exactly I know exactly what the Newcastle Knights are doing. The reason why I've got a group of friends, we're all on Voxer. Voxer's an app, it's like a walkie-talkie app. So it's just a constant and you know, Luke, Jason, Tristan, Nick, 
Nick lives in Melbourne. Other boys live in Newcastle. Mate, they are yeah. hardcore dead set all over the Knights game. So usually like every day, yeah. it's a daily thing, man. It's a group of friends and it's like, a, hey, what are you up to? Yeah, every day. But mate, when yeah. it's when it's Knights footies on, I don't get a word in. It's just one after the next. Like, look at this. You're just blowing up, mate. Just like, get out to the wing. Ponga, what are you doing? You just hear nothing but... <laughs> Like, we're, we're, this is a disgrace. You just hear this and that. And I, I, yeah. I do find that this year, I felt like it was it was week after week, it was like a blow up. And then, because I'll listen to them when I wake up in the morning, I'll listen to all these messages on, on the Voxer yeah. thread on the thing. Um, and it's like, oh, this is a disgrace. I'm flicking it off. I've had a gut fall. This and that. These guys. <laughs> but then at the end, they're like, oh, pulled, pulled away with it. Oh, we, we got it. Oh, look at this. Like all of a yeah. sudden, a nice flip turn around. They got, but they got into the into the finals, mate. And it was pretty sour this weekend when they lost to the uh, the mighty Eels. That's for sure. Yeah. Hey, hey, does Eddie the Eel still run around on the field or what? The mascot? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure he does, mate. I'm sure he does. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, man. I can't stay with it, man. Over here, like I went back yeah. for the Dodgers D backs opening series when I was with the D backs, and, and a lot of the questions obviously, I'm Australian. They're like, Oh, hey, you know, you're following the cricket, following the footy. By day yeah. three of getting asked, I said, Listen, I just don't follow it, man. I'm sorry. And it's it hard. turned a lot of them off. They're like, Ah, oh, whatever. And <laughs> turn their yeah. recorder off and go somewhere else. I didn't care. They didn't want to talk to me after I, yeah. like I offended them. Uh, I mean, it's hard. Like I said, if I didn't have this um, NRL watch, yeah, and pay for that streamline. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to see the games either. So right. um, it's great. I love it. Dishing out another 160 bucks or whatever it is for next year. So well, this week, if you want to, hey, if you want to give you the login, mate, feel free. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you the login, mate. When we get it off you, I'll give you the login. You can watch a couple of games. Grand just final, it, mate. Grand final weekend. Just give it to me now, mate. So all all our listeners can can use it. The, the grand <laughs> the grand balfour at nrl.com. Yeah, maybe. I don't have any users. You can use on it. Hey, um. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, so this weekend we got Manly up against the Roosters and then we got Penrith up against the, the Eels. These are do or die games, so loser goes home. The winner from Panthers and Eels going to go on and play the Storm and the winner of the Manly and the Roosters game will go on and play the Rabbitohs, South cool. Sydney Rabbitohs, mate. Russell Crowe's team. Is he still, Russell, Russell Crowe's still involved? He's still wearing yeah, the, he's the... He's the he's the owner. Russell Crowe is the owner of the, of the Rabbitohs. So everybody knows Russell Crowe from all the movies over here. Gladiator. Fort uh, the still, South Sydney Rabbitohs, one of the oldest teams going around. Sitting there in his red and green polo watching the game oh, mate, from, he loves from it. Hollywood. You'll see, you'll see him at, if you don't see him on the movies at the flicks, you'll see him on a, you'll see him at a couple of footy matches in the front row there. On the sidelines, mate, blowing up at his, at his boys. Hey, one thing I yeah. do keep up with, and, and this you're starting to see this pop up every, everywhere because teams are starting to finish up, is yeah. Mad Mondays. Now, oh, <laughs> tell, yeah. you know, Grant, I'll give you the honor, mate. Tell, tell, tell the listeners, what, what's Mad Monday? Basically, you know, they all come to an end at the end of the season. And, uh, and all the boys, you know, they've obviously been training hard all year and putting in and, <laughs> you know, just time to let loose and, and just have a bit of fun and go out and have a few drinks and, and sort of just, like I said, just let your hair down and let loose. You know, a lot of them like to dress up. and. So I'm guessing Mad Monday stems from play on the Sunday. You play your game of footy on Sunday. You hit the cans in the Arvo right after the game. It, it seeps into Monday. Yeah, like they say, mate, it's not a hangover if you just keep drinking. So Monday morning, they're still going. <laughs> <laughs> just keep kicking on. It um, goes hand in hand, I suppose. <laughs> so <laughs> there is a couple. I'm just pulling up some great headlines here from mad monday but before we get into that what what what's what's the origin man what, what, talk us through where'd mad monday come from 
Man, I wish I wish I knew that the more of the history behind when it actually started and when it when it um came. But you know, obviously it's been around for as long as I've known. Yeah. You know, that the it was a end of year thing, you know. The guys finished the season and then uh they did just get on the cans and you know, just let loose and have some drinks and they're partying and going out and you'd hear all the stories, you know, come Monday morning and, you know, you'd pick up the Telegraph or the Herald and be like, oh, look at this bloke. What's he done? You know, what's he gone and done? He's out at the pub and you're just waiting to hear stories for, you know, what, what's he up to? They've caused some kind of mischief or someone's got into a blue, which is a fight. You know? <laughs> or uh, something With each other too. Just wait to hear. Here's one headline. So the Brisbane Broncos, obviously they're out of it. And they've yeah. had their Mad Monday um, kick on this weekend, obviously. And, and you know, you, you got to remember too. This they're, they're supposed to be inside the bubble, I guess, or they're, they're supposed to be. One of the the big headlines was was this the end of Mad Monday? Because COVID, you mentioned, they're all up in Queensland. Yeah, yeah. It is one of them. Thomas Flegler and Jordan Ricky reportedly had to clear the air and one with one another. Had Mad Monday shenanigans gone wrong? <laughs> so if, you read, if you read, if you read on here. Flegler was reportedly left furious at Ricky and he left bloody and required stitches, according to the newspaper. So they've obviously gotten in a blue with each other. Something that's probably stemmed from having a hard year of footy all year long and they've probably had a gut full of each other in the same dressing sheds slash locker rooms and everything else. The incident comes just after the Broncos wrapped up their largely tumultuous first season under head coach Kevin Walters, right? So it's a big Kev couldn't put a stop to this, apparently. But this is the best quote, mate. This is one of the quotes. Here we go. Let's have a look here. This is from Flagler. Big Flagler. He's a big unit, by the way, if you look at a photo of him. We're, no, out yeah. last, we're out last Wednesday night. So all of a sudden, Monday must have rolled on the Wednesday, apparently. We're out, last, we're out last Wednesday and got in a wrestle and went a little wrong. And Jordan, Jordan ended up with a cut in his face. <laughs> typical Aussie. <laughs> <later. laughs> Basically, they got in a the blue. They probably did, had to go with each other. Maybe a headbutt thrown in there or something. But they just, oh, you yeah, got in a bit of a wrestle like they're five-year-olds. Yeah. And yeah. an old mate ended up with a cut on his face. So he's obviously got him pretty good. Oh, and they've, they've obviously played it down. It sounds like they got stuck into each other for sure. They've obviously got into a bit of a biff. You know, a wrestle's turned into a bit more than a wrestle. And uh, someone <laughs> someone's copped one and got a cut. We went our separate ways that night, and I gave him a call the next day to sort it out. <laughs> It was, <laughs> it was, could you imagine that phone conversation? I'd love to have a recording of that. Uh, it was silly and I uh, apologize. We've agreed to keep our wrestling sessions to in-season from now on. <laughs> so obviously, obviously, too, a lot of these Mad Mondays, they've, had to, they've gotten so out of hand with just shenanigans yeah. all over the place that yeah. they've had to keep them in-house. Like I remember a couple of years back, there was a team, I can't remember who it was, and you can help me out if oh. you're listening. They put them on a, on a boat. They put them on a cruise, uh, like a boat, to, to isolate yeah. them from the general public because they just get so out of hand. Oh, yeah. No, nah, there's, there's been, you know, story after story after story, year after year. And, um, yeah, mate, I know what you're saying. Like I said, it's, uh, it's never, never really a good ending to some of these stories or it could have some effect on the, you know, their uh, careers, I suppose. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, it's just there's always a headline come Monday or whatever it is <laughs> oh, saying yeah. Mad Monday's gone wrong. Yeah, I think too, they're probably, uh, some of these clubs are probably trying to use the COVID, not excuse, but the COVID opportunity, the COVID opportunity to try and put an, put an end to Mad Mondays where they get out in public, like get, just yeah. get nuts. Like the AFL, AFL are no, uh, <laughs> no um, altar boys either. 
Oh man, I'm just looking here, mate. And it's um they talk about <laughs> a few of these blokes, and it's like, um, what was it? He was in Melbourne, busiest pedestrian intersection in Melbourne, and he found the best place to parade around in a nighty with a sex toy protruding from his pants. <laughs> well, well, not once, but twice. This is this um, Brendan Favola character, who I don't, I don't know enough uh, about AFL. But it, yeah. not, it says here, it says, yeah, he, he's done this in the middle of one of the busiest cities in, in Australia. Then, then he's done it again. Carlton, the, the, AFL, the Australian rules football team, um, they right. insisted that Favola dispose of the toy after the incident. Sure enough, 12 months later, here he is again at a boozy pub crawl doing the same thing with a sex toy. It's like, come on, mate. You are kidding yeah. me. Well, they're, they're talking about like some of these things here too where like some of these blokes get fined and they've just turned around and they'll just donate the 30 grand or whatever it is to charity. We're right. sorry. And just don't give them a we're sorry and just move right along, you know? I, I guess that's the best way to do it. But you imagine having a big weekend. You're, you're a young player or something. You've got these older guys just – they're cracking jokes, but they have had to seriously put an absolute curb on some of these things because yeah. it just gets absolutely out of hand. The other thing is, too, we're in that generation now where everyone takes photos, mate. You've got no chance whatsoever. Oh, yeah. In, back it. in the day, you could it's act like, like Instagram. It's all over social oh, it's, media. It's all over. You know and that's your, that's your career right there. Done. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but I love hearing about the Mad Mondays. What we might have to do, someone who plays yeah. local footy, they have some local footy like, you know, like country footy or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> they, they would have the best stories, mate. The local footy clubs. Oh, yeah. No, nah, that'd be funny too. To yeah. Listen we're to gonna, someone go on. We're going to have to get someone here on, on for sure. For, for, the, for, the, for next time we talk about Mad Mondays or some of the the, uh, the Australian segment, which is temporarily yeah. called That's Grouse for now. And we're going to see yeah. if that catches on. Mate, this has been fun, man. I'm going to have to let you go. We've been talking for too long, but uh, anything you want to say before we jump off? Hopefully, uh, everybody out there is enjoying the show. But if there's something you guys want to talk about in particular, uh, let us know. We'll look forward to speaking to you next week. Especially all the Aussies too, man. Still dealing with the lockdowns, everything else. Who knows how long it's going to go on. I if heard you do... that got put through to October 18th. I'm oh, hearing October 18th. They extended Brutal. It. Absolutely so, brutal. Uh, well, if you need to throw the headphones in and have an escape and have a laugh, everyone needs a laugh, man. That's what it's all about. Just not taking yourself yeah. too seriously, whether exactly. it be a walk-up song or whether it be a podcast, whatever it may be. You can't take yourself too seriously. Got to have a laugh. So hopefully this is giving you a bit of a laugh. But like Grant said, man, feel free to reach out on social media. Um, or you know, you can email us. You can even go to www.thetopstep.com. I'm going to start adding some content uh, of Grant, myself, on onto that website as well. Grant, this has been fun, man. We'll do it again next week. All right, buddy. Good on you, mate. Yeah. Cheers. See you, mate. You'll never say that I'm not killing them. Kill, kill, killing them. Killing them. Kill, kill, killing them. Killing them. Killing them, killing them, kill, kill, killing them, killing them, kill, kill, killing them, killing them, kill, kill, killing them. Sometimes you just feel tired.